0: How to Use Our Past Gently You know the saying, God doesn't give us more than we can handle? Well, I'm just going to stop there because that's all I got. I do believe it, though. I see other people in my life with far greater concerns and pains. My struggles have been sporadic throughout my life. I've definitely been through some stuff. As I lie awake at night thinking of the concerns I have, I must go back in time. I know we are not supposed to use our past or dwell on it, but I also think it's important to reflect on it to see how far we have come. Not to mention how this pain this struggle, this difficulty, whatever it is we are going through now, is nothing compared to the previous days, where the hurt and trial was far greater. Hi again, it's Darlene with Tinja Bravery, and I'm recording another episode for you, and hoping that you can get something from it. You can learn from my trials, from my efforts, from my praises and all that I've gone through. That's what this podcast is about. And so sit back, listen, throw on the headphones, go for a walk. And I just pray that God works in your life as he has done mine. Please remember to share, subscribe, check us out on Facebook, on my blog, Tinja Bravery, on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube and Instagram occasionally. As I continue to think of my current concerns, grieving over my sister Diane, yeah, that is a whole other post I'm not quite ready to address as it just happened last Saturday very suddenly and unexpectedly. As I continue to think of other concerns like money, perpetually, car repairs, currently, and driving to Oklahoma this coming weekend, I thought last night, Darlene, would you rather drive to Oklahoma or still be laying in that bed the morning after you were abused the night before? Horrible to think, huh? But it's a sad reality that happened in my life, and I go there in my mind to remind myself how far I have come. I overcame that stuff. Listen, I freaking overcame it. Of course, not without some help. Um, actually, lots of help. I had this group of friends from a job I had worked at. I was working at the Kansas Bar Association and working as a continuing ed specialist. What does that mean? I organized educational seminars and made sure attorneys attended them so they would remain loyal and ethical in their fields. I have to laugh a little bit at that. Sorry, attorneys, but come on. You gotta laugh at yourself once in a while. It's okay, I know some pretty darn amazing attorneys. I really, really do. Some fun ones, some caring ones, compassionate ones. In fact, been associating with one recently who currently isn't practicing right now, but I can tell she definitely has a great heart for so much. I'm getting a little off course here, but what I'm getting at is I was at this job and I developed this group of friends who were a sincere support group. Talk about God placing you in the middle of something right when you need it. That was me at that particular time. This group of friends knew exactly my needs without doing a lot of asking. At times they would have quiet, strengthening, conversations with me, trying to convince me to leave this man. Other times, we would just have fun. I had to even laugh at myself even during the struggling, heartbreaking times I would have. I knew that the minute I walked in those doors of my job, that I could let it all go. I was somebody entirely different The moment I walked in. To be honest, I was myself. I was fun. I was vibrant. I was corny. I joked around. I smiled a lot. And I often dreaded that five o'clock hour. I remember one time that we were having um, a really good day. I was having a great day. I remember the group of friends telling me that one of these days they were going to come knocking on my door at my house where I was living with this man, and they were going to say, Hi there, Mr. X. Can Darlene come out and play? Listen, when you're in the midst of some heartache, you need friends like this who can lift you up after a wretched night. You also need the friends who are ready to move you in a heartbeat and they did it was planned one day i took a long lunch which i wasn't supposed to do of course but obviously our boss was gone and my co-workers covered for me i went and rented a u-haul and when i was ready i gave the signal i called one of my friends and i said i'll be there in 10 minutes All three of my friends met me at this man's house, and we went to town, and in about 40 minutes, we moved out all of my stuff. It was crazy. I think the whole ordeal took us about an hour and a half. I was a sweaty mess, and I still went back to work after. You know, I can't remember where i went after that it was either my sister's house or my friend's house to live for a while what i do remember was during that time afterwards i was so weak i was vulnerable i felt more alone than anything i caved i literally caved into him wherever I went, he found me and convinced me to return. I returned, but only after convincing him to move all my stuff back into his house. So as I think of that moment and envisioning him moving all my stuff, I guess I did maintain a little confidence and power within that relationship. It was minimal, but it was there. It was seriously a sad day, though, and time. I thought about it, and I probably spent about $200 on a U-Haul, plus my friend's time. And guess what? Those friends, those three friends, three or four friends that I have, still stay in touch with them. They still love me. And we still laugh about those days because I got past them. You know, honestly, it makes me want to cry thinking about it. But these are content tears. I love that group. Lori, Jerry, Lynette, Eric. Well, here I am 25 years later. And here they are still checking on me. Why would I hash this up right now? Because 25 years went by in a heartbeat. And that is just one of many things I've gone through. And there were more difficult times after and before that. It is just this one past memory I think about now as I dread this drive to Oklahoma, or as I think about the money we need Or I await a phone call trying to determine when or how this car is going to get fixed. I think about that time and what I'm going through now. And I say to myself, Darlene, this is nothing with a big exclamation mark. You know, I think I've told you this before, but I may have new readers and listeners But that man I ran from, he and I are friends now. He changed his life around, and so have I. We're not supposed to look back. Don't look back, that's not where you're going, says all the quotes that we read. But for me, and maybe for you, it's a must. Because God was present in my life then, as he is now. I'm reading this book, where she tells us to consider the hurts in our past that, we have, that have unfortunately defined who we are now. Well, that moment in time, it did define me. And if not forgiving that man and him apologizing, I might still be stuck in that web of pain and hurt. But the writer tells us, to place ourselves back in that situation and at the same time, place Jesus there alongside us. So, I did. He was there in that quiet conversation I was having with my group of friends when we discussed my escape plan. He was there as my passenger as I drove this big U-Haul down the road, nervous as heck. He was there as we all frantically moved my stuff out of that house. And he was there as I changed my mind and went back to that man. And he was there throughout all those months when I felt beaten and torn down and done. It feels like yesterday. Jesus has always been there for me. I may not have acknowledged him like I do now, but to look back at my survival rate and how much I, well, survived, he had to be there. And I will rely on him now. I listened to this podcast of a Christian speaker. I've run into many who don't like her very well because of her voice and her demands, but I can relate to her. Unfortunately, I can relate to much of what she says, like the abuse she went through, how she was so impatient at times, how controlling she was, and how she overcame so much and how she handled stuff by turning her life around to Christ. She says, instead of dreading the days, begin to say, I believe something good is going to happen to me and through me today. I've been saying this. And I also say it for my daughters, something good is going to happen to us and through us today. Something good is going to happen to my daughters and through them today working from home is still a challenge for me at times i get on random tangents and not sure what i'm doing but i still get stuff done guilt sets in for being home once in a while but i pass it off and i remember my why it's for me my mental health and of course my girls I have no idea what the future will bring. I do know that in a few years, I'm going to have to make some serious adjustments to our finances. For now, I'm trusting God through it all. If He can get me to drive a U-Haul, pull me in and out of that relationship, and finally make me strong enough to stay gone, then listen, I can do this. I can do whatever it is He brings my way. I was meant to be here with these girls during this time. Do we want to look back? No. Don't resonate too long on those hurtful past memories. Think of them when you need to see where you were and where you are now. And then place Jesus beside you then and now. And see, he is good. Hey, thanks guys so much for listening. I appreciate you all so very much. As I said, please check me out on Facebook, on Tinge of Bravery, Apple, Spotify. I would love it if you would subscribe. And send me those questions or what you're going through or comment. I want to hear it all from you. And I want to be here for you as much as many of you have been there for me. I am off to the shop to work for a little bit and then back home to help my girls. And I get through the night and get some work done, some dinner, some time outside. I don't know. Wherever it is that God leads me. Doing it all through the grace of God and for his glory. Ask him to work within you. Come into your heart and your mind and feel his goodness. Thank you. Love you all. Talk to you soon.